Hi everybody, Joel Jonker here with another episode of the Cameron Brooks Podcast, Above and Beyond. This is a unique uh, podcast episode for us because this is the first time nobody's being interviewed, whether it be a Cameron Brooks team member or interviewing one of our alumni. In 2020, we're going to start adding some more of these uh, individual podcasts just to express and share some of the thoughts and on the career search and the transition. And it's hard to believe that we're already one month into 2020 and we are in the middle of our follow-up interview process for our January 2020 career conference. And my hope is that this episode that I'm going to share with you some thoughts on the transition resonates with you in your thinking about getting out of the military and, and your strategy and how to make that successful transition beyond uh, this year. So whether you're listening to this now in February 2020 or even a year from now, I wanted to share with you some things that I've been thinking about. And where this, the, this these thoughts came from is that the LinkedIn organization that everybody's familiar with came out with a report called the LinkedIn Veteran Opportunity Report. On, I believe it came out Veterans Day of 2019. There's lots of data in here that we will get into in 2020. That's my hope it, it, that we will get into this and talk about some of the data that's in there. But I want to focus on a couple of things. Number one is that the, the report surveyed and looked at a lot of veterans and where they are now and the report of where, what they're doing post the military. Now, a lot of these veterans were junior military officers those that are in the Cameron Brooks profile, because that's the majority of the demographic of veterans are on LinkedIn. So these statistics do uh, are relevant to the demographic that we work with. Well, one of the statistics that was really interesting was that 33% of the veterans describe being underemployed. And that underemployed meaning that they took a step back and they didn't feel like they were being intellectually challenged that they were being developed, had upward mobility, capitalizing on the work that, they, that they've had before. And there's significant cost to being underemployed. Part of this being underemployed, 70% described taking a, significant, or taking a step back in the level of responsibility. Now, the good news is that many of them got promoted more quickly than their peers. But a lot of that's because the, mil- the, the companies or organizations that were hiring them according to the LinkedIn, said they didn't truly understand the full value that the military officer or the military veteran brought to them. This is something that now as I enter into uh, my 21st year, Cameron Brooks have been here 20 and a half years, been doing this, that statistics I did not have from uh, like LinkedIn has gotten to, but we've, I've known this, that a lot of people end up transitioning and feeling underemployed. They end up leaving or quitting their original position. The Wall Street Journal says around 40% within the first 12 months. LinkedIn gave a better, more positive statistic, but the Wall Street Journal said 40%. And, um, the LinkedIn report you can take a look at as a, as a, a, a more positive number on that. I can't recall what that is. But I think a lot of that is, ends up because people get out and they end up in a role that doesn't quite fit. They're not finding that meaningful work. And what I've observed is that there's several mistakes that people can make in the transition that can allow them to be underemployed. One of the, one of the things, and this is the essence of the podcast, there's many things, but one of the things that 
I, I think that causes people to get underemployed is that there's a significant focus on the initial position. Whether that be where the initial position is located, how much I'm going to make, or maybe just on the initial position overall. And somebody might be listening to this, well, isn't you interview for the initial position, you get this offer, and shouldn't you take it for that initial position? Well, I think there's actually another variable that's really important in the transition. And that is the path that one is choosing when they take that initial position. And the analogy that I have to this is, if you are going to set out on a journey, and I'm a, I like to hike, and I've hiked the Grand, the Grand Canyon, the Grand Tetons, and the Yellowstone, and Olympic National Park, and Big Bend National Park. I, and I've done a lot of hiking over the years, so I'm going to have to use my personal example, whatever you're, you have to relate it to yours. But I think about what trail do I want to get in, get on? What journey do I want to have? So I don't necessarily pick the point on the map where I want to start. That's important. But more important to me is what journey do I want to have? What path do I want to get on? And when I look at my map and I'm preparing for my trips, is I always that's one of the fun, the most fun things I get to do prior to going on the trip is figuring out which hikes I'm going to do and reading about them and and looking at pictures and calling and talking to other people that have done them. And then pick the four or five hikes that I'm going to do on those days and yeah, sure, the starting point's important. Because I want to make sure that the starting point's the right one that builds onto the path that I want to get on. So you can think about, how does this relate to a career search? Well, one, to go all the way back to the, to the beginning. I did a search. I did my research. I evaluated. I looked at pictures. I read. I talked to people. So that I figured out which ones I actually wanted to go on. And then when I, the, the factors that I used and which one I wanted to go on... Very rarely did it have to be, what, where did I actually get started? I was thinking more about what kinds of, um, in my hiking, what wildlife what do I see on the way? What lakes? What meadows? What, where could I stop and eat lunch and have a nice view? And what peak or summit could I ultimately get to? And that became much more valued of what I valued when I picked the hikes that I did. So if you take a career, a career search, and what's how that relates is that, and it goes back to the LinkedIn Opportunity Report, there's a lot of emphasis put on the short term. The short, where am I going to live? How much money am I going to make? What's the company name? What do I get to do in this initial job? And those are, are important. They're probably even more important than what parking lot I'm parking in for the trailhead that I'm going to start at, of course. But the point that I'm making is, where will this take me in three or four years? Where will this take me in year five? Because what I do now is going to have an impact what I do in year five. What I do in year five is going to impact what I'm going to do in year ten. And so the, the main point of the, the podcast, or my message today is that do not take your transition lightly. Do not take your transition lightly. Meaning that, well, I'll just go do this, and then 
if it doesn't work out, I'll do this and feel like you're underemployed or you took a step back and so therefore you're changing companies because it does have an impact on where you will be in three or five years. Think about the path that you're stepping on. And the second point that I'm making is when you do your career search, think not just about the immediacy, the short-term positives, or even for that matter, short-term negatives. Maybe they're shift work. Maybe you're, maybe you're, you, you're not a big fan of Minnesota and you've got to start in Minneapolis. But those are short-term. It provides a foundation. And then it allows you to navigate and continue to move on the trail to other places. It's no different than maybe starting the hike and the hike starts out in the woods and pretty steep. It's not the greatest starting point. But boy, when you break out of that, you get onto a phenomenal start of your trail. But sometimes that I see people making the transition and they discount those things because of the beginning. But, and, but not putting enough emphasis on what happens next. What happens next? So if you're thinking about a transition or you're preparing for your transition, some thoughts or ideas for you that could help you in this is read, read good books on business. Read broadly to learn what's out there. We have a lot of resources, starting with our book, PCS to Corporate America. In the back, there's a reading program. We have this podcast where we interview a lot of our alum working in business in their careers and the paths that they've chosen. We have our learning library. We have a folder called the Transition Perspectives webcast folders where we have a lot of information in different career fields. Always talk to, uh, talk to one of our professional recruiters to, about your goals and the path and the thing that interests you. And then if you're thinking about, you know, you know you're going to get out and you're considering business, we believe, and, and, and we have data that actually supports what we believe, that doing a career search, getting out there and interviewing, exploring your fits, your company, the position, the path, where it will take you, will allow you to have choices. Those choices then lead you to making a good decision. 99% of the candidates that accept a position with one of our companies are with their original company after year one. Now, compared to what the Wall Street Journal said, at 40% are leaving, we have 1% that are leaving, and then 99% are staying. 93% are still with the original company after three years. So this career search works. That is the major difference, is that they get in front of companies that value their background, hiring managers that value their background. They evaluate and, and get an opportunity to compare those options, compare the trails, if you will. They get, they get in front of companies and decision makers that value them. Unlike what the LinkedIn report said, where one of the biggest reasons that people end up underemployed or take a step back is companies don't get them. Next, we're never going to tell somebody what trail they should go on or what starting point they will go on. However, we are knowledgeable to listen to the people that are in our program in making the transition about what's important to them, provide them feedback and observations, 
so that they have the information to make a good decision. Next, if you are thinking, if you are in the middle of this transition, and you are out there, and you're starting, or you know, you're starting to interview, step back for a moment, and as you evaluate your options, think not just about your original position, but think about what path that you're going on. Where's this going to take you in three to five years? What does this do for your marketability? What will it prepare you for? What doors will it open up for you in the future? And consider making the path or weighting the path more heavily than necessarily the initial starting position. Now, to share my own personal story, I transitioned, some people may, some people may not know this, but I transitioned straight out of the military and went to work for Cameron Brooks. I think I'm the only person that, they, I, they, I, that they've ever done that with. Everybody else has had business experience. Uh, before that's a topic for another discussion. How I ended up coming straight out of the military here, it'd be a, a different podcast. But when I interviewed with them, I asked them, "What am I going to do? Like, what is the role that you're hiring for?" Because it wasn't a job description. It wasn't clearly defined. They just knew they wanted more more people. They needed help. They needed to create this next generation of Cameron Brooks. And what they described was really being an executive assistant to Renee Brooks. But in the end, I really didn't care if it was going to be the executive assistant to Renee Brooks, making photocopies for her, writing notes, taking phone calls for her. And I probably did take a step back in the level of responsibility which is kind of contrary to what we just, I just said about the LinkedIn Veteran Opportunity Report. However, what I saw at Cameron Brooks was an opportunity to put me on a path that was my favorite path. It was probably my least favorite position, but it was my favorite path. What that path lead to? That path I could see at that time that it was going to lead to being one of the key people in the company the path was going to lead to a career where I could impact and help people become the best version of themselves by helping them make the successful transition to business and work with some amazing companies. I knew that that was the path it was going to be on. I also knew that if I could be successful on that path, someday I could be a part owner of the organization. And that's where I am 20 years from now. But if I would have made the decision of, if I would have made the decision, this on the sole position of what I would be doing. And I think that, you know, that probably, you know, if everybody could go back and do it all over again, maybe would have created a different role. I'm giving you an extreme version, example. But I made that decision looking past what am I going to do in that first year. I thought about that and I've gotten to the destination that I wanted to, that where I always wanted to get to. Now, I'll also share uh, an additional point that, you know, when you're in the middle of, of roles or positions, when you make the transition and you're struggling through them, there is some relevance to hiking like that as well. That in hiking, sometimes you got to do some switchbacks, walk through the, the heavily wooded trees area, and it's not as pretty, it's not as nice. 
But you keep walking through that because eventually you're going to break out and get to that, get to that beautiful vista. So anyway, there's been things that I've been thinking about on my mind about the transition, thinking about the, the transition, the starting point, the path, the journey, the ultimate destination. Thinking about my own story and how it relates to it. But it's having those thoughts about that LinkedIn veteran opportunity report and how that compares to what Cameron Brooks offers and that career search and our retention statistics, our, our alumni succeeding and, and the why behind that. And so whether you're, you're going to transition out on your own or come through partner with Cameron Brooks, I encourage you to think about the starting point versus the value of the path, emphasizing the value of the path. Then when you get in the path, once you make the transition, recognize there's going to be times when you're on the path that aren't the most beautiful parts of the trail and you trudge through them to get to the other side. And then lastly, Think about the value of the career search. Reading and studying and preparing to look at a variety of paths to get on. Because it'll help you pick the best one and then stick to it. Because the worst thing is that you start down a path for a year and you've got to walk all the way back down. Evaluating options, finding the best opportunity that best fits you. There's no such thing as the perfect one. Getting on the path, start moving there, and then recognizing you've got to sometimes trudge through some not-so-pleasant times and places. But if you remember your ultimate goal, the path that you're on, you'll get there. Well, I hope you enjoyed my podcast on talking about the career search relative to the hiking analogy. I love your questions, love your comments. You can shoot them to me at uh, joel at cameron-brooks.com or post them in the comments here. To learn more, visit our website, cameron-brooks.com. We've got our book, PCS to Corporate America, on... on uh, Amazon. And uh, I hope you enjoy. Take care. Talk to you soon.